Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Author Expert Wire podcast series. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie's Big City Number One National Radio Campaign that includes a performance guarantee and unlimited media training. Annie Jennings also offers her famous performance publicity program with no monthly retainers for influential online media outlets and television across the country. If you want high-power publicity for yourself, please contact AnnieJenningsPR.com. In this podcast, we discuss No Names to Be Given, a new book by Julia Brewer-Daly, who asks, would you be able to give your firstborn to strangers? Well, millions did, and how that inconceivable act changed them forever. That is a story of this novel with Southern voices, love exploited, heartbreak, and blackmail. Again, Julia Brewer-Daly, welcome. Thank you very much, Stacey. Well, thank you. And why don't we start off by talking about the idea of this book? Again, no names to be given. Where did it occur to you? What prompted it? No names to be given is memoir-like in that I'm an adopted child from a maternity home hospital in New Orleans. And so is the premise of this story about three women who meet in a maternity home hospital in New Orleans to relinquish their babies for adoption in 1966. And I've carried this story in my mind for 40 years and just this year completed the manuscript. And while you've been writing this book and everything else that goes with writing a debut novel, what has been your favorite thing to happen? Well, when I was doing research for the book, I discovered that according to our most recent data, more than 100 million in the U.S. have adoption in their immediate families. So this topic really strikes a chord with most people. But my favorite things to happen have been from the early book reviewers who contacted me to let me know their own adoption stories. A few were birth mothers from the eras depicted in the novel, and others were adoptees or adoptive parents. So that's been very special. And so they must have really resonated, like you said, with the novel, with the story, with the themes, and maybe even some of the characters. What was your process like in creating some of the characters within the book? Well, because it has a thread of truth, my story running throughout it, I began by actually seeing the main protagonist in my mind. In fact, I write with the story playing out in my thoughts, like seeing it um, on a big screen, like a movie screen. And then I can visualize the characters and the settings. And then once I know how they look, they begin to interact with each other. And the dialogue of how they might speak just plays in my head like a recording. Now, do you have an author idol? And if you could ask them one question, what would that be? I would definitely ask Harper Lee, who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird, about writing such difficult topics as inequality and race in the South, since I'm a Southerner, and why she only wrote one book. But I would also want to ask her about receiving a Pulitzer Prize and how that changed her life. But I guess that's more than one question. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? If I had an opportunity to ask Harper Lee questions, I would ask more than one, too, Julia. So don't worry. Yes. <laughs> so what would you like readers to know about your book? 
Well, this book has been a long time coming, and because my own life is woven throughout the fiction, it's personal to me, and I hope the characters linger in readers' minds long after they close the book. I want this story to represent adoption stories throughout the country and spark a conversation about this complex topic for all involved. And also, there are 125,000 children in the foster care system, so I hope this book shines attention on those waiting to be adopted, especially the older children or teenagers. Wow, that's a great that's a great message. And, and you know, if you're if you're thinking about the characters lingering in the minds of your readers, does that mean you may have a follow up? story to this story or any other projects you might have in the works? I do have a second novel in the process. It's set in my adopted state of Texas, and it's about a female heir to the largest ranch in the state. So owning a ranch has given me greater insights into the operation of a large uh, track of property. So it's helping me develop the plot. Oh, well, that sounds amazing. So you live on a ranch. What do you like to do without when you're not riding? Well, I ride my bike 20 miles every day through the beautiful Texas hill country. I have two Labrador retrievers, and so they require a lot of exercise. And so I drive a golf cart through the pastures and let them run. And, of course, I devour novels like donuts. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. And hopefully your novel, No Names to Be Given, will be one of those that people are just eating up when they read it. I know it's a, a widely anticipated novel for you and a debut novel. And again, this is Julia Brewer Daly, and it, she gives you a glimpse into the lives of women forced by society to give their newborns to strangers. Just heart-wrenching. I mean, it is a fictional account, like she mentioned, but it mirrors many of the adoption stories of its era. No Names to Be Given is available wherever fine books are sold, and you can connect with Julia and learn more about her at juliadaily.com. That's daily, D-A-I-L-Y, juliadaily.com. Julia, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Stacey. And thank you all for listening to this Author Expert Wire podcast, which is brought to you by Annie Jennings PR. Visit AnnieJenningsPR.com to learn how you, too, can enjoy high-powered, no-retainer publicity to build an influential brand and achieve your marketing PR goals and dreams. Till next time.